Hi, my name is Sean Shaler. Above me there, that is our host, the uh, famous Chris Ford, aka the objective geek of YouTube and Twitter, Twitter fame, Twitter fame, Twitter fame. <laughs> I don't say Twitter fame. Of Twitter <laughs> fame. I'm so sorry. I said that all out of order. It's too late. We're rolling. That's Chris Ford. And then below us today, we have a very special guest. His name is Theo Brown. Pretty exciting, interesting, weird, goofy, special episode. So glad that you guys are going to come and check this out. Theo, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this is a really entertaining idea and kind of a beautiful cross-section of our interests in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender and, of course, the NBA. It's perfect. But before we get too far into anything, Theo, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I am very excited that the NBA Finals has started, even though it looks like it's going to be pretty one-sided. <laughs> Um, I am a avid LeBron hater, kind of, um, but I was born in Los Angeles and I love the Lakers. Um, so, but I'm not going to say LeBron's not the best player in the league. He's definitely the best player in the league. So, um, but yeah, so I'm doing well, um, you know, hanging out, loving Avatar. Lakers in five, uh, Lakers but he'd make five. it a little more competitive Maybe on a by-game basis. <laughs> oh, wow. Like. Like they, they just said Dragic isn't playing or yeah. they said a very questionable for Dragic and uh Bam in game two. And yeah, so Anthony Davis is just gonna have a freaking field day. Yeah. Like, you don't think they'll get one of those next uh, three or four? I mean Jimmy Butler is <laughs> he, he can be relentless and his pride might make him get probably game three. Lakers aren't giving up game two. He don't want to steal too much confidence. No, no, be. not game two. That's what so I'm saying. So if they give up any game, it'll be Yeah. But, I was, you know, I was I very LeBron excited. Wants to make a statement. Yeah, I was, I was very excited about these particular finals because I really wanted to see like the Heat just come out and just compete. I wanted to see like this big competition thing, and that's just not going to happen. I, I don't know. I like Jimmy Butler. I don't. I just want to see the. I just want. I just want to see the Lakers just sweep. I just want to get it over. <laughs> like I don't. I don't celebrate until until we got rings. Like right. Right. Also, I'm, I'm. I'm the same. Like I, I wasn't. I was always a, a LeBron hater because mm -hmm. his greatness challenged his greatness kind of challenged his greatness, and so just initially, instantly, I'm I'm, I'm wasn't like a huge LeBron fan. I've always right. respected his game; like he is one of the greatest to ever do, it, if not the greatest. I think some of the critiques against him are ridiculous, and I've always kind of thought that. Mm -hmm. um, but but you know, Kobe is still always my goat. But LeBron should be in any conversation a deep conversation compared to Michael Jordan compared to anybody. To me, he is without a doubt might not be the goat. Cause that's a stupid conversation anyway to have because right. different eras and everything. But I think he is right. without a doubt the best all around player the NBA has ever seen. Yeah. In, in terms of longevity, it's, it's kind of no question. It's a no brainer. LeBron is definitely amazing. I, I don't know. For me, he's, he's my number two. Um, uh, but yeah, he's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lakers, yeah. Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Four or yeah. five. Uh, could be either. Uh, Theo, do you want to tell us, uh, do you want to give us any of your background about yourself, uh, what your history with Avatar is, or even our podcast, and then your bending element, if you would please? Absolutely. So, myself, just in general, um, I am a musician. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and uh, both of my parents are musicians. Uh, I went to school for music. I went to Xavier University of Louisiana. Um, I got my degree in classical voice. And uh, yeah, so I've been a traveling 
musician for the past like eight years of my life professionally. I've dabbled in some acting, dabbled in some modeling. Um, and I also started a marketing company five years ago. And I, since COVID has happened, I've transferred into doing digital marketing full-time. So that's awesome. So whenever whenever all my shows and stuff pick back up and, and all the touring I was doing, uh, I'll be able to kind of do both at the same time. So that's who I am normally. Um, I got introduced to uh, Avatar in 2007. I was I was in college, and one of my one of my best friends uh, was watching the show in his dorm room, and I was like, "Dude, what is this?" Because I, I saw like all the martial arts. Actually, specifically, I think it was the fight scene in book one, um, where Zuko and Aang are fighting in the like like a nunnery place with the what's the girl with the yeah, sheer shoe? Yeah, the sheer shoe. And um, yeah, my least. Favorite episode. Of okay. the Water Tribe. Well, that that fight scene though, was like super. June. Yeah, June. That's her name. That fight scene is super cool. So like, I saw that fight scene. That was my first introduction to it, and I was like, "What is this?" And he was like, "Here, dude. Here's the DVD. Like, he had all the DVD <laughs> box sets, and I actually still have them to this day. I stole them. So he um, he gave me the the DVD box sets, and then I watched watched it um, from start to finish. Well, obviously the third box that had to come out after that. And then I just got hooked. And then I watched it eight more times with other people, like through the years. Um, and I've literally seen the show help couples go through like better things. It's, it's, I don't know. I just love the show so much. Um, and then watched Cora when it came out. And I'm currently watching Cora for a fourth time right now. Um, I'm in, at the beginning of season four at the moment. So. Um, yeah, so my in my element, I would absolutely definitely be a earthbender, um, hands down. I, I love, I love Minnesota. I mean, I've traveled, I've traveled all over the place many times. I'm usually for work. I'm in a different state, like once or twice a week. But I love Minneapolis. Um, I love the Twin Cities, and I'm very grounded in who I am. And uh, definitely would be an earthbender. Earth probably Earth would be the more rhythmic. Too. Some of those moves, they're so rigid, and I love that. It looks like some Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that they're That's pulling. That's true. I yeah. love it so much. Chris, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Like, no, I'm saying, I feel like Earthbending, I don't know, it will be more, uh, probably one of the most rhythmic of the, the bending principles. Maybe it was just the pounding on, on ground. Right. Maybe well, that, that's that. interesting that you say that. But my, um, I, play, I play piano. I sing, I beatbox, and then I also play Afro-Cuban and West African drums as well. It's like my dad's mm. a drummer. So I think part of like the rooted thing for me is like playing like Afro-Cuban stuff and, and West yeah. African stuff is very like you're just grounded in this thing. And also my mom's a classical pianist. So that's also very like rigid kind of thing. Not that I'm a rigid person, but just, you know, I like I like where I came from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris, can you remind cool. me what, ele what element are you? <laughs> Uh, I was air, yeah. I thought you know, I cheated and sells after, but I'm definitely air. That's fair. That's fair. Go with flow, you know, that type of stuff. I can't I wonder. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it happened. I I tend to interrupt people. You can just tell me to shut up whenever. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just here to click buttons. I'm always impressed when uh, Chris does the same thing. He'd be like, "I watched the show exactly five times from 2002 to 2015." <laughs> And then I slowed down for a couple of years. Then I picked back up when I had my daughter and we watched it five times. And it's like, I have no idea how many times I've seen it. 
<laughs> except for Korra, I can, I can. I've only seen Korra once through. So the second time through has been very exciting because it's been five years. So it's been yeah. pretty much a rewatch, other than knowing the big endings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's I've gotten to the point where I've watched Last Airbender so many times that I just I have the last time I watched it all the way through was 2014. Like it's, I haven't even, and I also have this weird thing with it where I, I just can't go back and watch episodes out of order. Like if I start watching Avatar, I have to watch it literally chronologically. I don't, I don't know why that is. So that makes sense. I think we're yeah. pretty similar, right? I, even the episodes that I feel like I should skip, I won't skip them. I'll just yeah. also play the switch while I'm watching them or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. And everybody talks about the great divide yeah. being like this terrible thing, but I'm, I kind of think the great divide is like, like the lost um like that was that comic that came out that was like the lost chronicles right i feel like that's represented yeah, lost adventures lost adventures yes yeah, like i feel like that's like it's even though it's not a great episode for the story overall it is still like a good thing to have because it represents that like lost adventures thing so that's still a bad episode but you know <laughs> but you said something nice <laughs> it's not it's, it's not my least yeah it's not my least favorite episode it is my, my least favorite episode is, is Bato of the Water Tribe, which is apparently you're you're coming on for the show. <laughs> that's your intro. <laughs> well, Chris, that's why he came on and he saw that, and then mm-hmm. his friends like, "Don't worry, it gets way better." That's true. He, he was like, <laughs> he was it, already yeah. hooked. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I think we all heard about it from friends too. That's pretty. I also heard it from from a friend in college as well, mm-hmm. a fellow RA. But I I uh, I did not get to keep her her DVD sets, but. That's okay. Yeah. Another time. Um, well, Chris, unless you have any other things that you would like Theo to talk about, I'm pretty excited to jump into our first activity. Yes. So uh, our first activity, will we will be assigning, comparing an NBA legend to each of the avatars that we know. Um, pretty much what NBA legend does that avatar kind of encompass? Whether that's like their overall story or their their fighting habits or anything like that that you might think that okay, well, this NBA legend is a great comparison for this avatar. Uh, we can start off from the the beginning and we'll work our way up to up to core. Okay. And Sean might help out with this <laughs> for the second time, probably uh, well, the tenth well, time. I did not listen. I did something totally different. So what's going to happen you know, is I'll let you guys discuss, <laughs> and I'll nod my head and contribute ideas if I have any. And then at the end, I'll quickly burn through the ten things that I did totally wrong, and that'll be fun in, too. In your in your defense, you did tell me you you're, you're messaged me. You're like, oh, I think this person, Tall, should be this NBA player. And I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, that's irrelevant, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be honest with me. You gotta tell me, Sean, that's not relevant. And then maybe I'll ask a question. No, my bad. I didn't listen, but I'm still gonna contribute to the best of my abilities, and it's gonna be fun. That was good. Okay, so let's start off with the first the first Avatar, Avatar One. Mm-hmm. Um, Dale, how about you take this one okay. first, since you're the guest? All right. So Avatar One, he's a kind of a trickster, right? Um, just by nature, that's what he I mean, he stole from those you know guys. His his whole thing yeah. is kind of 
manipulating people and and tricking them a little bit and uh you know over time he builds up his skill he builds up all kinds of stuff right so to me personally i have larry bird for avatar one nice. yeah and if you watch larry bird play just go to youtube watch his stuff he is like he obviously really doesn't look like he can play basketball uh but <laughs> <laughs> but he is unbelievably surprising and he is very tricky and very manipulative manipulative on the court and he will talk your ear off and he's also just highly highly skilled so to me i'm gonna put avatar Wan and larry bird kind of together one of my yeah larry bird was known to <clears throat> he can talk some trash yep but he can back it up yep um so one of my favorite probably threatening line or one of my one of my favorite like BA lines from Avatar is from Avatar One when like Latu's like, Are you finally ready to face me, you ordinary human? He's like, Have you heard the legends? I'm no ordinary human. And then he fights him. Well, I just love that line. Yeah. Um, and he backed it up. Yeah. All right. So for me, I had to go with the person who kind of embodies the NBA literally. He is the logo. He is Mr. Jerry West. Um, Jerry West was he's to me he's kind of like the first <laughs> NBA yeah. because he is the logo. Yeah. Um, Grant, I guess you could say Bill Russell, um, but Jerry West is the logo. He's the kind of the embodiment of the NBA, <clears throat> and poorly for him, they never asked him to use that image. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stuck. He doesn't get paid for that image. Um, um, yeah, I don't have as much of a big of reason. So honestly, I, I would probably more so go with your choice of Larry Bird than my choice mm -hmm. of, of Jerry West. Jerry West did play for the Lakers, if uh, anyone's wondering. Yeah. My I get, do have... Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, my gut instinct, I like that you mentioned Bill Russell, because my gut instinct was like a Wilt Chamberlain or a Bill Russell, like somebody who like changed the rules, like changed the rule landscape of how basketball mm. was played in the NBA. It's like, this is a whole different ball game after these two yeah. humans came along. So my gut went <laughs> one of those ways. Yeah. I do have a secondary person uh, for, for Juan, um, I have Isaiah Thomas. Um, and that, that's solely just because of like the scrappiness of it. And Isaiah just was someone that just mm. never backed down and was very much a scrappy fighter person. And, um, you know, you know, that kind of thing. Isaiah the player, I'm not Isaiah the coach, right? Isaiah the player, <laughs> definitely. Was that, was that, was I, was, that I was not a really fan of his. Isaiah Thomas? I was not a fan of his, uh, his coaching career. <laughs> yeah, the first Isaiah Thomas, number one, yeah. not not uh, not uh, 2017 Celtics Isaiah yeah. Thomas. I think it's some of my lists. I feel like I'm sort of I'm not dating myself necessarily, but there's some <clears> that you'd be like, oh, is this person even an NBA legend? I'm like, there's person. There's one person in particular who I think compared to the rest, kind of just isn't as much of NBA legend as them, but we'll, we'll get okay. to that. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, All right. All right. So, uh, Sean, do we have to select one? Do we have to agree on one? I mean, I don't, you know, uh, good. I really liked a bird matter. pick. I didn't think, I didn't take it that way. Yeah. I got went Bill, Bill or, or Walt, but, or Will, excuse me, but I also really liked the bird pick. That's a great analogy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going with third pick. Yeah, let's okay. go. Also, I like us forcing to pick one. For okay, some me too. Sweet. I'm going to take these down, and then it's official after I write them down. It's the real okay. deal. I like All it. right. All right. So next is Avatar Zeto. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if we what we know about, I'll go ahead and talk about this. What we know about Avatar Zeto is that he's the first one we do see being uh, being able to bend lava. He bent that volcano in that one uh, scene. But I feel like everything else we know about him isn't nearly <laughs> as like physically impressive. Yeah, it's not that flashy. He was pretty much a, a glorified accountant for the Fire Lord, was, and he was very loyal to the Fire Nation, very mm-hmm. almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. So to me, he he's very He's very fundamental. And so I chose the Mr. Fundamental of them all, Tim Duncan, because he's, he's kind of boring. He, he was very committed to the Spurs, lifelong spur. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like he, he probably represents Zeto the best. Awesome, I like it. Um, I also have Tim Duncan for Avatar. Mm, nice, yeah. So, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> for the same reasons you said, it's, I, I really didn't, didn't even think about the loyalty aspect of like how loyal he was to the Fire Nation, which is um, which is interesting because Tim Duncan is, was just blindly loyal to Popovich. He wasn't even loyal to the Spurs. It was just Popovich, right? So, which like, you're gonna like, pick did he ever take a math contract? That's a good place to start. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, definitely Tim Duncan, um, just boring, fundamental. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gets the job done. Come on, like, guys, what if he listens that... to this podcast? <laughs> hurt his feelings. Like that, that 15, 20 foot jumper off the backboard, that's that's bank all day. That's... All day. All day. And that's as exciting as it gets, though, that what you yep. just described is the pinnacle of his moveset. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he has plenty of accomplishments. He has five NBA championships, which are, are and they're pretty spread out. He had a pretty good legacy. Yeah, but dude is boring, right? No, just boring. Kidding. Hey, I love that you guys picked the same because then I don't have to. Because my first thought was John Stockton because he looks like an accountant. No, I he like does, what you guys he, said way better. <laughs> John Stockton definitely looks like an accountant. <laughs> he I, does. I, yeah. I would bring my taxes yeah. to him if I saw him on the streets. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There, there, was, there was only one time um, in, in the Spurs, Tim Duncan era that I personally rooted for them. That was the 2014 finals against the, the Heat when they just heat. demolished yeah, just demolished the Heat. That was that was great. That was the only time in my life I've ever rooted for Tim Duncan. Other than that, I just like so boring to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guy. well, I went, I went for him when I played in because the Pistons killed the Lakers mm-hmm. the previous season. Yeah, and that, was, yeah. that that series is always bucks. I think the, the Detroit Pistons barely made it. About it. They, they went down 3-1 against Tracy McGrady and the Orlando Magic, and then they barely beat the Pacers by a block by, Ta- by Tayshaun Prince yep, on Reggie right Miller. Yep. And didn't they have a triple overtime game in that series? Yep. Yeah, I think they did, yeah. Thing is, if, if the Indiana Pacers went to the finals against the Lakers, Lakers would have killed them. I think. Yeah, I, I watched totally that. Agree. I watched that series, that finals on a black and white TV, like when you could battery power, and it had the little, I mean, the rabbit ears, and it was like that big, and it had battery power, and it had also like the built-in FM radio. That's how I watched that NBA finals <laughs> between the Pistons and the Lakers. That's the series that I don't take any any series for any Lakers win for granted or celebrate it until they actually win because I thought. Like, yeah, Lakers got this. They got Kobe, Shaq, Carmelo, Gary Payton, yeah. Derek Fisher. Each f- each five of those are better than the five 
on the Detroit Pistons, but Detroit yeah. Pistons just play so much teamwork that year. I, I, actually, I actually um, didn't date a girl because she was a Pistons fan that summer. And I, I just, <laughs> good. We, we hung out one night and we had like a really good night. And I was like, she was awesome. She was also into music herself. She actually now is like a, uh, I think she's like a classical singer in LA. But awesome. at the time, we were like totally feeling each other. And then we had a really nice night out. And then we called each other a couple of days later. And she was like, yeah, I'm a basketball fan. I'm like, oh, awesome. Me too. And she was, and I was like, who are you rooting for in the finals? And she was like, the Pistons. And I was like, we, we can't date. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's, you hang up the phone. You send a text. Like, <laughs> I, I think I sent a text. And it's not me. Good. It's you. Just ghost her. Just ghost her. <laughs> I, uh, I generally don't hate the spurs at all because i tend to like i tend to like coaches who get teams to overachieve in weird ways so i tend to be pro pro pop yeah good old popovich number three all right next up avatar yang chen uh theo you go ahead and take this one all right so yang chen she is the um the most welcoming the most admired and just uh, a well-rounded and loved figure, um, uh, at least physically and on the planet, as far as we know, not in the spirit world, because if you read the Kyoshi novels, spoiler alert, you'll find out that uh, Yang Shin didn't necessarily have the best relationship with her um, spiritual side of things as you know, being the bridge between the two worlds. But uh, just physically on earth, she was just absolutely beloved. She was just hailed everywhere. She was all of that, all of those great things. So for me, um, she, she bright, brightens up a room when she walks into it. So for me, I'm going to pick Magic Johnson for her. She's just team mm. player, just all kinds of cool stuff. So my first pick was Magic Johnson. Like I typed it. <laughs> and then okay. I, went back. <laughs> I went back on it. Um, so my pick, so Yang Chen to me is like one of the one of the best avatars. For a while there, she was the best. Me and Sean's first ranking, we had mm-hmm. her as ranked as number one. But I feel like in oftentimes in fan discussions, she doesn't get talked about enough. Like usually people are only talking about Angkor, right? So similar yeah. to today's, similar to today in NBA, people usually talk about who's a goat. They talk about Magic, and and I'm sorry, they talk about Jordan and LeBron. Mm-hmm. I'm like. No one mentions Kareem. Right. Like Kareem right. has six NBA championships, played for 20 years, has done he he's he has the scoring title. He scored the most points yeah. in yeah. NBA history. Like it'll even be a surprise if LeBron catches him, which mm-hmm. I'm not I haven't looked if he's if he's even on pace to catch him or not. I think he is. He he um, is if he plays like another like three and a half or four years or something like that. Okay. Uh, He'll probably go for it. Yeah. But oftentimes, like, we talk about, like, oh, Jordan has his rings. Like, all right, well, Kareem has his rings. Oh, well, Jordan has whatever number of MVPs. Well, Kareem has, like, five regular season MVPs, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Kareem can easily be in the top discussion uh, for, for people. Um, also, Kareem was, you know, he, he was a great social activist. I think, you know, like, a lot of people loved him. Um, but I do I do like your pick of, of Magic, mostly because I, I, that was my first pick. <laughs> and then I went to... Uh, Kareem. Okay. 
Well, they're kind of similar, similar rationale too, right? Uh, when Chris, when you started talking, I actually thought you were going to bring up Kobe just in terms, you know, L- uh, LeBron yeah. versus MJ. And it's like, all right, well, can, can we talk about Kobe in that discussion? So I thought that's where you're going. I, I, I like, I like all three, but if you had, if you had magic written down and he went magic and the rationale is similar. <laughs> right. Honestly, and then and also you could you could make the you can make the argument that if Magic Johnson didn't get AIDS, he would have won more championships. He won five championships in like ten years. Yeah, you know he would have been around longer than that. I don't think the no the Bulls beat him in the championship in like ninety in their first 91. championship. Yeah, ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, like they might have still continued to win more. And the um, way that he played the game, that, he probably could have had really good longevity in terms of like physical demands um, and how he played. I think he'd yeah. been fine for a long time. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I have Yang Chin and Magic Johnson paired is because if you look at Yang Chin's weird thing with the whole not connecting to, to the spiritual realm or taking care of the spirits as much, I kind of equate that to Magic Johnson's secret player life and how he ended up with like mm. it was I, I kind of view the same yeah. view them as the same thing so that was that was actually the nail in the coffin for me that's where i was like okay yeah they're definitely magic johnson and yang chen are kind of similar yeah chris you signing off on that one i like it yep all right cool. let's do it excellent choice <laughs> all right next up uh is avatar quirk i went with Someone who, so Avatar Kirk is, he was, he was a great bender. In fact, he, he was, he was, um, he was far more noble than people gave him credit for. Um, he, he, he was always still really powerful. He just didn't have the opportunity, the chances to be great. So this player, I think, is probably one of the greatest scores we've seen. Um, this player is probably the, the, the least legendary of all the players I have on this list. Um, and this person never really achieved beyond getting past the first round. And this player is Tracy. Tracy is one of the greatest offensive players I think we've seen. Like, gosh, I remember back in the day, like, I've always liked Tracy McGrady, but because I was a huge Kobe fan, my, my best friend loved Tracy McGrady. And so we always, like, now nah, Kobe will take him. Um, and he'll be like, nah, Tracy will take him. Um, Tracy McGrady was a, he was a great player. Also, he was, I mean, he was a great. He was good on defensive side also, um, but to me, because I feel like his career was sort of cut short, I feel like he hit a certain plateau and never really got beyond that. Also, he just never achieved the greatness that I think he was um, would have been able to achieve. I that that's a very interesting pick. I did not see that coming at all. That's actually a great pick. Um, okay, cool. Um, all right. So the Kuruk one for me is is very personal. Um, <clears throat> Kuruk, for the longest time, and I'm sure all Avatar fans felt this way, I just was the worst Avatar <laughs> known to man. Um, but if you, again, read the Kiyoshi novels, you'll come to learn a lot about who he was and how tragic his story was. <clears throat> and what's great is is... I really didn't know how talented of a person he was also like it's it's known that he was the best hunter uh, mm-hmm. on the on the planet the best pie show player on the planet during his time um 
and he was really loyal to his friends. Um, but he also like took on a lot of burden as the avatar on the spiritual side to make up for what Yang Chen did. So he was kind of like a kind of like a Batman figure, like you know, at night doing all the all this work, and then during the day he's Bruce Wayne and he's falling asleep in meetings and he's hanging out with women and he's getting drunk all the time. And but he's also extremely talented. And to me, I have for me for this NBA comparison, I have Kobe Bryant with Kuruk, um, and it, it's sad to say, but you know Kobe's passing this year uh, equates to the short time frame of life with Kuruk, um, and I just I just find it Kuruk's story. I wish there was like a three-hour movie that we could three-hour animated yeah. movie that we could get just like deep diving into Kuruk's life um, just to see it. And the tragicness of it is crazy. So for me, the tragedy kind of plays into the fact that I picked Kobe for that. That is an interesting pick as well. Uh, so I, I've been trying to, as you guys have been talking, I've been trying to kind of guess who you're talking about. Chris, when you started talking and I was just thinking immense, like physical gifts, um, I, I thought of Allen Iverson. just. Mm. But then oh, did, no. he, he didn't win a championship, right? He got there a couple no. times. No, and I hate that he won one game against the Lakers in that finals. Lakers could have swept the whole entire playoffs, but he won game one, and then <laughs> and, Lakers. And immense physical talents. But given the choice between the two, I like the comparison to T-Mac, uh, T-Mac better between those two. But taking it from the Kobe angle, totally different angle, hadn't thought about that. I didn't know where you were going with yours, or I wouldn't have if we hadn't chatted about it earlier. Theo, that was a very interesting pick. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to make this decision. This is a tough one, but he's also at this point in Avatar lore and what we have, he's probably the most interesting one. He's he's yeah. All Might from My Hero Academia. That's what he is. Um, <laughs> no, nothing, Chris. Come on, yeah, I did I, that for you, man. Oh, thank you. He's how, how far are you on the show? <laughs> that's true. Um, and that's the thing about Kobe. I feel like we learned so much about Kobe after so much more about Kobe after his passing. Like I've, I've always known that he was really um, in, into, into raising awareness for like the WNBA and stuff. Like he took great pride in that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just amazing to see all the stories come out you know, afterwards, like things that he, he didn't care to share with people um, like visiting children in the hospital, but he's like, no, I don't want any pictures cause I don't need, you know, I don't, I don't need uh, notoriety for this or anything like that. Um, and another thing is, oftentimes Kobe would go at things alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many times he he would try to take over a game by himself and, and not trust his, his teammates. Yep. Um, which can be can be to your detriment. Um, you know, a lot of times that's one of the things we loved about Kobe <laughs> that he, he could he could get stuff done. Right? He scored eighty one points in a game. Um, uh, yeah, sometimes he wasn't, especially those Laker teams <laughs> after Shaq left. Gosh, yeah. you know, Smush Parker, Cron uh, Butler, things like. Oh, Cron Butler is a great player. It's just that year wasn't. It, just things weren't clicking. Um, yeah, he pushed himself. You know, Kobe, Kobe sacrificed a lot of his own body 
yeah. in, in playing a game of basketball. Yeah. Um, he, he, he struggled through, you know, through it all, through Achilles tear, through playing, through broken fingers. Like he was like, yeah, I could bend my finger, my finger back all the way like, like that to, to my hand because he dislocated so many times. Um, you didn't think about the grit that he had. Mm-hmm. And he, he, I think out of a lot of NBA legends, he probably sacrificed the most of, of his body <laughs> afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I, to me, the Kobe thing really hits, hits home. Um, it, reading the Kiyoshi novels, I, I almost started to like the Kiyoshi novels solely because of the Kuruk story. Like it just almost made the whole thing for me personally. So I was just like, wow, this is a crazy story. And then I started thinking about all the things, like you said, Kobe, after his career, I didn't know how into coaching he was for his daughter's team. Yeah. I didn't know, uh, you know, just so many things he was into. Um, and he's a very private person and took on a lot of, like you said, a lot of stuff to himself. So personally, I, my vote is going to go with the Kobe thing. It's too heartfelt not to vote for Kobe at this point. You got my heartstrings all tugged. I got to do it. Yeah. Chris isn't going to be sad about uh, a Kobe comparison, though, I don't think. No, but I have one coming up. Um, but, uh, you know, crap. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so so I have a quick Kobe Bryant story. Um, so I met him in, in 2013. Um, oh, nice. He came to Minneapolis. Obviously, he was playing the T- Timberwolves. And at the time, uh, I got hired to play piano for a commercial. And if anybody thinks that I'm making up this story, I can show you the contract that actually sh- proves to you that I met Kobe Bryant in this situation. The only downside is I just didn't get a get a photo because we were not allowed to have our cell phones on set. So anyway, quick story, real quick. So I got hired to play piano to play uh, to play Moonlight Sonata for a uh, commercial for some. I think it was like a Chinese phone. It was like a Chinese phone commercial. Um, very random and Kobe Bryant was slated to be the person to do this thing so when I got hired it was me and uh, like a a string quartet and we came into set and they specifically said in the contract you're not going to know who this celebrity is until you're on set so I remember uh, we did a lot of shots to get things set up and the makeup lady pulled me aside and she was like hey do you want to know who the person is and I was like yeah sure sure no problem who is it and she was like it's Kobe Bryant so (laughs) For the next, this is a true story. For the next like 40 minutes, I went I went around the set just blabbing my basketball knowledge. And I was literally saying to the directors and everybody, like, Kobe Bryant, he's not anything compared to Jordan. He's out here wearing number 24, like he's better than Michael Jordan, and blah 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 blah. He's his defense sucks and he can't blah. I'm just saying all this crap, right? And I talk talk my butt off for like 40 minutes. And then Kobe Bryant comes into the room finally and <laughs> One of the one of the like cameramen was like, "You're gonna say that stuff to his face," and um, absolutely so I, not. <laughs> and it was what what it felt like was like everyone was looking at me when he like because he went around the room and like literally shook everyone's hand, and he was uh, he had this immaculate suit on with like these great shoes, and his smile was amazing, and he just comes up to me and he shakes my hand and I, I like. I shook his hand like I was like a corporate executive, like, hey, how you doing? And then I just like walked away. It was it was a very sad time. Yeah, that's my Kobe Bryant story. Oh, and if you if you find that 
commercial, by the way, if you just type in Kobe Bryant Moonlight Sonata, you can find the commercial on YouTube. Um, that is me playing the piano, and it is him at the piano. They replaced me later, but the audio is me playing the piano. That's not him playing the piano. That's literally me. So, I'm extremely excited to look that up. <laughs> is that also, a, like a huai, huai, huai? What's that brand? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, huai or something like that. I can't pronounce H-U-A-W-E-I or something like that. Yeah, hey, it was it, for that, yeah. They have good phones. I will I will attest to that. But yeah. hey, that's awesome. I can't <laughs> wait to pull that commercial up. We'll have to link I, that in the description for sure. I also have a Magic Johnson story I forgot to tell. I, I do have a photo with Magic Johnson, but I, I'll tell that story in a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we all agree on... I agree on Kobe Bryant. Uh, next Avatar. We can comp Avatar. more than one Avatar to Kobe, right? That's fine. Uh, or yeah. maybe it's not. I don't know the rules, apparently. <laughs> I didn't nah, read them. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I clearly didn't. Uh, that's Avatar. <laughs> Avatar Kyoshi. <clears throat> uh, whose turn is it? Whatever, I'll just go. So, since we're talking about Kobe Bryant, Kyoshi has Mamba mentality. Mm. Kyoshi gets stuff done <laughs> like it don't it don't matter and she's willing to go head first she's willing to sacrifice her body she's willing to, to do anything she's willing to she's she's willing to kill people <laughs> right kobe was kobe was a killer yeah. on the court and i feel like uh kill she embodies the mama mentality more than any avatar <laughs> we've seen right like kill she's the one that people are like she, she's she's like people laugh about how like murderous she can be but i don't think she's that murderous but she don't mind killing people yeah. like she's she's killed at least two people we know of like using the avatar state <laughs> which in such cold ways like when she kills Zhu ping on whatever his name was like ah love kill she loves that killer instinct so that's why i gave her the, the kobe bryant uh comparison there I, I like that pick better than mine. Um, okay, so so my Kiyoshi person, I really couldn't think of anyone because I was so stuck on the Kobe thing with Kuruk. So I just kind of just slapped someone towards her. Um, so Kiyoshi being this like prolific, like large feats, like just she's, she's able to bend huge things. I mean, she created her own freaking island, right? Like just a larger than life figure um, mm. and somebody that was like mythical almost like after her time I and mean, she, she lived for hundred for 230 years. And even after her time, she was, nobody even saw her face if you didn't personally know her. So she's just became this like almost like mythical and almost unbelievable type of figure. So to me, because of that, I'm gonna give her the Wilt Chamberlain stamp um, oh, okay. Yeah, those are my thing, and also Will Chamberlain was like you know a giant, and she's also a giant. Um, so, the, I, I kind of, to be honest with you, like your pick more <laughs> uh, because I think it makes a little bit more sense because of her mentality and the way she approached things. The reason for that is because if you actually look up Will Chamberlain's playoff stats, he was terrible. Like twenty points. 15 points, 12 points and and like serious playoff games, but in the regular season he's averaging 50, 60 points. Huh. Yeah. And did he really score 100 points in a game? He did. 
He legitimately conspiracy, did. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> You're just trying There's, to get Kobe on the top of that list. You calm down. I am, yeah. I mean, even if he didn't score 100, he, he probably at least... I mean, he did score 100. He probably... Yeah, that's a very round number. Come on, guys. Right, true. Uh, he... I think they, they we call it hack a shack, but it should be hack a wilt because that yeah, was yeah. A, that was the core of that strategy in the playoffs. Those games took a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I my first thought when you're talking about Kyoshi, um, Chris gave his way right away, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I was thinking just like physically imposing, played a long time. I didn't go to wilt though. I went to shack, right? Like, yeah, like that's so shack big also. and powerful, like, just power moves, scary, genial. Still, like shack, yeah. we all. He's a fun guy. Bigger than, at least. bigger than life. Yeah, and uh, Kyoshi has a lot of that flair, and it doesn't hurt my mind that he like you know he played pretty successfully for such a long time. Right. Um, his game changed a little bit, but like he was still just Shaq. So, uh, and then the 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 part that hit home for me was like she's not good at like precision bending, and that's like free throws in my mind. Mm. Right? Oh wow! Yeah, I like that. So but that's just when 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 Theo was talking, I was trying to think of like big physical power imposing people i kind of like Shaq better than will to be honest with you for my for my pick i don't want to disown the kobe idea though because i really like the mama mentality pick there just a matter if you want kobe twice or if you're trying to spread the love out yeah Yeah. another kobe versus Shaq thing Kobe versus Shaq, but for the same person? I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm really glad they they patched us up. I'm really glad they had that conversation. Yeah. Well, especially I mean, especially now, like how yeah, Uh, how bad would that felt? Yeah. So that would have felt horrible. Yeah. And it was great that Kobe also had a good relationship with Shaq's sons, Mm -hmm. or or at least his one son. So like tested him. Yeah, he tested him like I think the morning of his of his accident. Right. Yeah, so why don't we do a draw here and just do Kobe let's and do Shaq. it. I'm good with that. Kobe Shaq? All right, let's Tell do me it. Shaq again. It just, well, you know what? What better? You know, Kelsey lived two lifetimes, pretty much. She was 230. She deserves yeah, maybe two. Maybe she deserves but... two avatars. Right, two, yeah. Uh, yeah, two avatars. Yeah, I agree. All right, sweet. All right, so next up is Roku. Who do you have for Roku? Um, okay, Roku. He's He's old. He, looks, he just looks. He just. I feel like he was born looking the way he looks on the show, um, and he uh, he's very talented. Um, he's the decision making is questionable. What he didn't really let's put it this way: his best friend, right? We we know that his best friend ends up turning into the starter of the Hundred Year War, and was his rival for that entire time, and. <clears throat> I don't know. It, Roku, Roku's. I kind of like your guys' ranking. You guys ranked him a, the the worst avatar, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is gonna like. <laughs> Roku's kind of like a conundrum to me, and and um, so for me, I'm going to give him. This is weird to say, but I'm going to give him Bill Russell. Um, at least that's what I put on it. Um, not for any other reason, just for the fact that he looks old and Bill Russell. Look, oh, just look, Google pictures of Bill Russell when he was 25. He looked like he was 85. Still, yeah. still. No, I get, I get that. Russell. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can imagine Bill Russell giving some wisdom to to younger players the way Roku does. Kind of yeah, thing. absolutely. Uh, my pick. So Roku, I think he, very talented guy. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> I say that as if. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he could have been a good avatar, but he never accomplished anything. <laughs> never accomplished anything at all. <laughs> um, besides stopping that one volcano for no reason. Uh, so well, he died. I picked huh? it. Yeah, he died. <laughs> and also, why did I feel like he could have just stopped for a while? It seemed like people got to safety. Um, the player who I am uh, comparing to him, I also think really never accomplished much. Uh, maybe a couple of trivial things here and there. Uh, and that player is is, is the mailman, Carl Malone. Carl uh, Malone, I think, is fourth in all-time scoring. Now, I'm pretty sure Kobe passed him. Um, or is he he's, second? He's second, yeah. He's second. Okay, that's right. Yep. He's second. Um, but to me, that's that just embodies, like, he's always second best. <laughs> like, <Yep>. he's never <laughs> he's, he's never the best at anything. And so, like, if I'm talking about NBA legends, um, you know, you know, Roku could have done great, right, if, if mm-hmm. certain people weren't in the way. Malone could have won championships if, if Jordan was in the way. Uh, yeah, so I, I went with Carl Malone there. I'm trying to think of guys who are like more interesting after their playing days are over. Like Roku's trying in his afterlife to make up for all the stupid stuff he did like during. And I can't think of any good, good player comps for that. Uh, Charles Barkley. I I almost went with Charles Barkley just because he also has never won a ring. It's a very similar concept. Yeah. He's probably Uh, more entertaining He's more known, I guess. Maybe now, why yeah, now? he's more known now for his work on NBA TV, I think, for sure. And then <laughs> yeah. he's also like questionable decision making, right? That that fits the yeah. bill as well. The thing is, like, if I imagine like all the avatars sitting around talking about, like, oh no, oh hey, let's let's uh let's run the tape and let's, let's make space avatar, jam. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, or or you know how like you know inside the NBA, right? All the players are talking with each other and eventually a conversation about rings come up and Shaq is always like you can't talk Chuck and then Kenny is like only, only people with rings can talk I feel like if the avatars had a conversation every one of them will be like hey Roku you you can't talk you're the worst yeah like you never accomplished anything we've all sure we're all very in our success over here has done good stuff <laughs> Or he has reasons for, for not achieving his greatness. Charles, what, what did you do? Yeah. And you okay. had Akeem Olajuwon for a little while, Charles. Like, come on, man. <laughs> That's true. Come on. So, okay, wait. <laughs> I, I got a question. Did, did Roku achieve anything? Like, did he accomplish anything? Like, I'm trying to think of anything that Roku no, actually Roku did. Roku is in serious need. Roku's in serious need of a book <laughs> to... to draw out some accomplishments for him because <laughs> he he really has no like the best thing i could say is that he postponed the hundred year war like that's the best thing i could say put a put a mild inconvenience on the hundred year yeah. war uh all of his positive contributions that we know about are after he's dead which that's is true. not a good thing for an avatar to say right um I, I prefer the, the Carl and Chuck mentality. I don't necessarily have a preference between those. I just thought of Chuck because he's really loud and like present now mm-hmm. that he's not important <laughs> to the NBA. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm good with Chuck. Per- personally, I'm leaning to, towards the Carl thing simply because if we're talking about like really unaccomplished, <laughs> com- com- 
comparatively not to say that Carmelo is We just called Carl Malone unaccomplished. <laughs> well, I sit here in my basement with my Legos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Carmelo comparatively to to his peers um I just, you know, 20 years, 20 years in the league um, his best shot at a championship was really an 04 on the Lakers. Yeah. Um, personally, I think the Lakers lost it because Carl got injured. Um, but I don't know. He just, he had John Stockton. John Stockton had him. Like, it just, I know Jordan was in and the way. Accountant. But, <laughs> an accountant. Um, I, I bet he does his own taxes to say probably money. does. Yeah. They, they had the, the, the Jazz had a window in 94, 95. In '99, Bill Russell, not Bill Russell, um, Byron Russell, Byron so Russell, close. Brian Russell, yeah, um, Brian. Or did Jordan call him Byron once? Yeah, other? yeah, they, he called yeah, Jordan calls him all kinds of names. Cause he just... <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Jordan, that's yeah. different breed then. Yeah, um, I I personally lean towards the Carl thing. Well, Chuck, I, I forfeited all my picks by not participating and using my brain, right? So, I, so if, if you like Carl and Chris feels more toward like the original pick than the Chuck, then I, hey, I, I forfeited. Carl Malone's good, just due Carl to Malone. the lack of achievements. Carl, yeah, all right, Carl, it is. Carl Malone, Roku and Carl Malone, cool. I, like I prefer it. the modern day jazz to the classic jazz, anyways. <laughs> all right, next up, we have a lot of people's favorite avatar, and that is Avatar Aang. Uh, is it my turn to go for? I think so. Yes. Um, I'll go first. Okay. So, I did not go with many people's goats. Right. I did not go with Jordan, um, but I went with the person who I think fundamentally. So, Aang, I think fundamentally changed bending. He changed the game in a way. Right. Like his era of of bending brought so much nuance to it so much new bending whether it was um blood bending became more prominent metal bending became more prominent he he used energy bending um i think a lot of bending started to elevate kind of in his time and he was and he's very fast he's hard to pin down Mm -hmm. and so this person changed basketball i think more than really a lot he, he changed the physical game of basketball not like the nba but he changed the game of basketball it's played so much different than it was before him so my pick is mm-hmm. steph curry this That's is the pick. only one that i wrote down because it's the only one that fit in what i did on my head and i wrote <laughs> steph curry uh and then i also wrote Allen iverson question mark um but he didn't change the game in the same way that steph curry well, did, did so you I'm purposely gonna... do the question mark uh, on Allen Iverson. Oh, no, he's the answer. My bad. He's not the question. He's the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, his nickname. <laughs> his, name, his nickname's not the question. It's the answer. That's true. Uh, no, I didn't even think of it. That's beautiful. No, I did Steph Curry as well. I wrote that one down. So that's my one vote that I get today. Wow. Um, that that is That makes a lot of sense. That's okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. So for me personally, um, Aang. I'm going to kind of use Chris and one of your arguments here is the the changing of the game, the changing of, of just Aang came in at a lot of times of, of change, right. And, and evolution and bending itself, a big change in the way that uh, things were running in the world, having ended the hundred year war, 
all that, et cetera. So for me, when I was like going through this kind of thing, um, uh, so, okay, let's, let's back up. Let's want to announce to the world, to everyone, I am a huge basketball fan, love the NBA. But, but before basketball, um, I'm a Lakers fan, right? But before the Lakers, I am probably the biggest Michael Jordan fan you will ever meet. Like, I love Michael Jordan. I love his mentality. I love the way he approaches everything on the court. And I'm talking about Jordan, the basketball player, not necessarily Jordan, the person, but just everything him on the court is, to me, is just the embodiment of how you should go about things that you want in life. Like, just unadulterated, I'm going for it. There's, it doesn't matter who's with me. We're, we're doing this. It's happening. I'm going to win, period. That's just, I just love Michael Jordan. Um, so to me, Michael Jordan is the most complete basketball player and the most ideal body type uh, uh, approach to the game, his defense is all that kind of stuff. So my initial pick for Aang was Jordan because of this symmetry and balance that Aang presents. He has this ability to just really, well, after, after if you read the comics and stuff, his ability to get into the avatar state and his connection to the avatar state. And once he's there, it is, it's in my opinion, probably the most devastating avatar state that we know of when he's in it. And he's also highly gifted. So he has this insane balance that goes on. Um, and so Jordan to me is that type of balance, but all that said, I did not think about Steph Curry and <laughs> I'm just going to flat out say I'm going with Steph Curry. <laughs> But there's never there's never a wrong time to talk about Michael Jordan, the player. No. Uh, maybe not Michael Jordan, the GM or the person, but the player. Right. Hey, what better place? Yeah. Um, uh, hey, that was that, that felt good though. Yeah. Steph Curry. I I just thought like spacing, changing the game, not physical necessarily, but like mm-hmm. you didn't need to be physical to to get everything done. Yeah. Let's yeah. the last okay. one. I'm going Steph Curry. For okay. sure. If Ang played basketball, he he would be a shooter. Absolutely, yeah. he would be he would be uh, firing up like three right. quarter court all the time. Yeah, agreed. Steph Curry is. Oh, definitely. Like from half. Yeah. He basically plays basketball. All right, next up is his... the latest Avatar. <laughs> next up is Avatar Korra. Uh, Theo, you go ahead and take this. All right, Avatar Korra. Um, so. Okay, Jesus. All right, so um, let's go from <laughs> let's go from my perspective of Korra the first time I watched Korra, especially like the f- just um, second season time frame, right? Second, you know, second book. Um, when she opened the spirit portals, for me personally, I was like what the heck are you doing? This is the worst decision an avatar could, could make. This is terrible. I love where this is going. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> what if these guys listen to the podcast? They're gonna... uh, <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't get that. Just Korra barrels into every situation, especially like pre-Zahir Korra. She's just like, I'm going to, Yep, I'm just gonna do it. I'm I have I'm a very physically gifted person. I'm just gonna 
yep, I'm the, I'm the best. I said I was the best when I was three years old and was doing all three, three different bending styles all at once. I'm just going to, yep, I'm the greatest. I'm, I've been trained since I was four to know that I'm the greatest. I'm just going to, I'm the chosen one. This is it. I'm just barreling into every single situation. <laughs> the chosen um, <laughs> And, you know, I, she, she has these like, just unbelievable physical gifts. I, I would, I almost want to say, let's say in a hypothetical situation, if Korra, just on her physical gifts alone, fought another avatar and that avatar was in the avatar state, Korra would give that avatar a run for their money because she's so gifted. She's just really, really great at being who she is. But her in the avatar state, it's questionable. She, she just doesn't always make the right decision. You, you kind of wonder, like, dude, you could have could have took the shot. I, I don't know what are, what are you doing. Let's right? play off Cora. <laughs> play off Cora. Yeah. Took the shot. <laughs> so all that said, I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but I'm I'm just Cora to me is LeBron James, especially pre 2015 LeBron James. And actually, no, I take that back. Uh, just LeBron James in general, maybe pre uh, this season Lakers LeBron James. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. LeBron, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so my pick for Cora, I can't, I can't bear the lead. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> she is, and, and the way Brian and Mike talk about Cora, like, some of the commentary, like, yeah, one of those people who are just so naturally gifted. Like, she, she's just one of the most naturally gifted people there is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, out of all the NBA players that's ever come along, LeBron James is out about the most absolutely gifted person. Grant, he works on his craft. Like, there's no doubt about it. he works on his craft. Yeah. He's also very naturally gifted. Like, he's more naturally gifted than Jordan or Kobe. Yep. Um, but, you know, Kobe put in the work. I think LeBron relied more on those natural abilities mm-hmm. at the beginning of his career. And then he started really putting in the work and he started his game just developed so much more. He like he used to cannot shoot at all um, that well. And then now he's now a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, his passing has just become, it's, he's, he's always been a good passer, but to me, he's the best. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We lost him. Well, hopefully he jumps back on pretty quick. <laughs> there he goes. They were, man, in that game last night, they were talking about him, you know, essentially being one of the most talented passers in NBA history. It's like, it's hard to argue Get that height, that I, yeah. vision. He slings it off his fingertips. I totally agree. He, he's, he's he's kind of like a a modern day Magic Johnson. I I really didn't like LeBron James when he first came in solely because he came in with this like he exceeded expectations. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be the best at it. Yeah, like I'm just. He was like, I'm here. I am. I'm the greatest of all time. I just just didn't even play my first game yet, and I'm also going to wear. But he has he has the chosen one tattooed on his back. Yeah, and he came into the league wearing twenty three. Like, yep, I, I'm here. I am taking Jordan's spot. I'm, exactly. You know, the first time I remember thinking about LeBron <laughs> putting in work, so to speak. So after he went to Miami, you know, and we can in hindsight say whatever we like about the decision, mm-hmm. but I feel like he he uh, took the game more seriously during that time. He's like, this is a huge decision. I'm going with these other superstars. If I don't make this payoff, I'm going to look really stupid. And I remember all the hype about him putting in work at at the four and adding to his jump shot. It's like the first time I really thought of LeBron as like 
maybe maybe trying in a dedicated way to take his game to the next level because right. yeah if he if it hadn't panned out he was gonna look really bad i i completely yeah, agree another... about him like relying on his on his extreme physical mm-hmm. gifts too much in cleveland stint one for sure mm-hmm. yeah uh another one of the things that them two i think are, are very similar is that no matter what lebron james does <laughs> the remaining of his career like no matter what accolades i mean championships he wins so many people will say he's not better than Jordan, right? And Cora, no matter I one of those people, <laughs> how many things I can <laughs> like, no matter how many things I can say, Cora has done. She saved the world from ten thousand years of darkness and chaos. She defeated Amon. She defeated Kuvira in her empire. Mm-hmm. She and she, she defeated Vatu all by herself. Like me, mm-hmm. you know, me and Sean have a rank as number one. But if you ask most fans in the Avatar fandom, because yeah. I think. Nostalgia can play a huge role in things, and nostalgia plays a huge role in Jordan comparisons. Absolutely. They'll be like, "Oh no, Jordan's better." Like, "Oh no, Ang is better." And, mm-hmm. and and I'm not saying people are like dumb for thinking that Ang is better than than Jordan or anything, but I do think there's nostalgia blinders going on, and I think sometimes they don't right. look at it in a very objective manner. Um, like uh, people hold against against LeBron that oh well his record in the finals or he, he needed help like jordan had scotty pippen on his team right. <laughs> he needed help right um like <laughs> like that, that's, that's that conversation pippen could have conceivably been wildly underrated just because he stood <laughs> next to lebron or uh, michael i always thought it was yeah. like poor guy i agree I think if people have that same conversation with core people are like oh well, core needed help against uh many she needed janora's help against uh unavatu or she right. needed janora's help here like um ain't got killed almost by Azula, he needed help. And got kidnapped by Zhao, he needed Zuko's help. Mm-hmm. Like so much of this conversation, nostalgia blinders are on and they don't give Cora mm-hmm. or LeBron their credit that they deserve. Yeah. Now, also, now sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Cause I was about to go to another. So <laughs> just, just real quick on the whole Jordan LeBron tip, let's, let's leave Avatar aside for a second. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to drop some knowledge real quick. Uh, there's some, there's two, insane stats that I, I recently learned about. Um, everybody talks about like LeBron is a better rebounder and, ha- and he physically like has more rebounds than, uh, than Jordan. If you actually break down the numbers, um, statistically speaking, Jordan is actually a better offensive rebounder than LeBron James, which is a conundrum because LeBron is like 20 pounds heavier. He's like four inches taller, three inches taller, and you think he should have more offensive rebounds, which are harder to get, but he has more defensive rebounds. And what's weird is Jordan essentially getting the offensive rebounds more, statistically speaking, equates to more value and points to the game, which which is ridiculous to think about because Jordan is essentially adding 10 times the value to the game than LeBron is just from the rebound standpoint alone. But it's about assists. Uh, yeah, I think LeBron kind of has that conversation. <laughs> but if this adds the value, let's yeah. just let's settle the debate right here. Peak peak MJ versus peak LeBron one on one, no teammates. Oh, Jordan uh, all day. Going MJ. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean one on one. I'm going MJ for scoring purposes. I think MJ can score on LeBron easier yeah. than LeBron can score on MJ. That's just my take. Yeah, I mean, even though LeBron is probably 50 pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe 30 or so. I mean, he can back him down. But, I mean, oftentimes when, when basketball players play, like, 
<laughs> I remember learning this from a, a player who played at, at Washburn, who was like just way better. Like he was all American at Washburn. <laughs> he played in the real on my city league team, which we were like the lowest uh, division. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, um, but he was like, yeah, when we play one on one, like we only get three dribbles. I'm like three dribbles. <laughs> like, that's, that's I was like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a. Like no, because because we were having this conversation of, of I was like, hey, I'm pretty sure give me ten tries, knock a score on. I forget who it was. It was a point guard of KU at the time. Um, he's in the NBA now. But I was like, if give me ten tries, I'm sure I can score on him. <laughs> he's like, Chris, like no, you can't. I'm like, I know I can score on you. He's like, you can't score on me. He's like, I know I can score on you. And they were talking about how you play one on one. So if Jordan. LeBron played one-on-one with those rules of like you only get like three or four dribbles then yeah I would take Jordan I mean I'll probably take Jordan anyway because he's probably a better one-on-one player than mm-hmm. than uh than, yeah I know it's not a full it's not a foolproof question the one-on-one yeah. thing it's just a nice vacuum real quick one one more quick stat just just for people out there Jordan <laughs> Jordan there's this really weird needed Phil Jackson <laughs> true <laughs> I'm kidding true Jordan has um, there's this there's this weird stat about like the top ten worst um, supporting casts for championship teams. Five out of Jordan's six teams are on that list of the worst supporting cast. I don't know if I believe that championship teams. The, uh, it's a, it's a true Pippen stat. It's a real stat. And Dennis Rodman were like yeah. top. Then they make the top fifty of all time. Yes, but Dennis Rodman was like 36 years old and was and the last season together there he was coming off the bench. Look it up. The only oh. team that's not on that list is the 91 Bulls. It's it's kind of crazy. Horace Grant, uh, Tony Kukoc, I can't say yeah. his last name. Tony Kukoc, yeah. Really? I won't say. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's a real stat. Mm, seems like Isn't a. It? Doesn't seem like a stat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my last question is: Where does Lavar Ball fit on that list? Where is he? Oh, wow. He's just uh, kidding. Just kidding. I'm done. Saka. That's funny that you say Saka because let's say that one of the podcast people uh, didn't listen to the instructions, and so he's got some thoughts on Team Avatar and their modern NBA comps. Because I didn't hear either side of the instructions apparently. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to burn through these real quick just for you guys to All chuckle right. at. I'm not even going to explain myself. Toph is Kevin Garnett. That's for sure. Ang is Steph Curry. Sokka. Do you guys remember Jerome Williams? Does that oh name ring any bells? Yes. Jerome Williams is a really goofy, funny uh, guy and a good yep. worker. Versatile, power forward. And if you need somebody more modern than Jerome Williams, then maybe Robin Lopez, who uh, Google, this is for the fans, not for you guys. I'm sure you've done it. Google Robin Lopez beats up mascots. It's a good time. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. Katara is uh, fiery and physically gifted, uh, but I would consider her more baller than athletes. So I went with Joachim Noah or Al Horford, Florida teammates, national champions, either one. Iroh and Zuko are the San Antonio Spurs. Iroh is pop, and Zuko is like Damar, maybe. <laughs> uh, either, you know, maybe Damar. Um, or or Pat Riley and Jimmy Bell. There's no comp for Iroh. He's too cheery for the type of bender that he is, but that's okay. Zhao is Matt Barnes, because I hate him, but he keeps getting work. Azulis, Kyrie, because of her offensive gifts and ability to tear, tear a team apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And May is Duncan Robinson because she's way more useful than she looks. And Tylee is Aaron Gordon because she's super athletic, one-trick pony, and a nice person. And that's my okay. list. I'll follow real quick for, for Iroh, I'll, I would probably go um, Steve Kerr and okay. Zuko with um, dang it, I can't think of his name. Um, Draymond? Draymond. Draymond Green. <laughs> I could say Zuko is a Draymond. Like, not gifted, but just workhorse. Yeah. Mentors sometimes. I wanted to say Need Udonis to- Haslam, but like he's more talented in the parallels than Udonis Haslam. But I was thinking just hard worker mentor. <laughs> That's all right. I had fun either way, so it's fine. Uh, how long have we been talking so far? This a really long time. I was thinking about asking you if you had any interest in splitting this episode in half, and if you yeah, let's split the episode in half. I think <laughs> this. This, uh, but uh, this is a really cool topic. I'm super glad we did this. Yeah. But we yeah. have been going for an hour ten already. So wow, um, Theo, if you don't care, what we'll do is we'll cut the episode here and we'll post this one to YouTube this week, and then we'll record the next one, and uh, where we actually talk about the episode of the show. Let's make it a two part. Let's do it. I'm totally cool with that. This was super fun to talk about this. <laughs> well, in that case, for the sake of formalities, uh, for the listeners out there, thank you guys so much for listening to this beautiful Avatars as NBA Legends episode. It's now going to have a really nice, crisp title. I like that. And then we will have Theo back, quote-unquote, next week, which we're going to record right now to talk about and the winner is. So thank you guys for joining. Thank you, Theo. It's been great to meet you, Chris. Always a pleasure, of course. This has been Avatar The Last Podcasters. We will talk to you real soon.